Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. How are you today? God bless you and the Lord be with you. Well, today I was, uh, as I usually do, uh, driving along and um, I thought about an interesting subject. And one of the things uh, that came to my mind when I thought about this subject, in fact, was uh, insurance. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, right? But I'm talking about a particular type of insurance. I'm talking about fire insurance. And you know, when you think about insurance, you think about being protected, right? You think about in the event of loss, I can be reimbursed. So I wanted to talk to you today about fire insurance. That's going to be really cool. Let's pray. Father, we just say thank you for this day, for your goodness and your mercy, for your kindness today. You're so awesome. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. Father, I ask you to bless the word, our time in the word, Lord, as we uh, as we speak what you uh, give to me. I believe that you'll speak through me and bless the people who are listening today. Father, that the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and add no sorrow with it be multiplied in their lives this day. Bless their hearing in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, when you think about insurance, you think about being protected. I know uh, living here in Texas, one of the things that we are often aware of and concerned about are the storms that come through North Texas. And sometimes they bring big hailstones and as you know, hailstones are capable of producing a lot of destruction. Uh, if you own a house or if you've ever owned a home and you've ever had to change the roof out, that is a very expensive venture. It, it costs quite a bit to replace a roof. And so in North Texas, those hailstones, when they come, they can damage your roof to the point where you have to get the whole thing replaced. I've gone through that twice. Uh, in about 15, 16 years where I've had to replace the roof. Um, now I, I pray and uh, plead the blood of Jesus and ask the Lord to protect me and protect our roof because it is very expensive to replace. But not just insurance on, the, on, a, on your house. You, I mean, you have insurance on your car. If you get in a car accident, you want your insurance company to fix that vehicle. You don't want to be responsible for it because it's very expensive, especially for cars these days. You know, your cars cost, you know, 20, 30, 40,000. Um, that's a lot of money. And I don't know a lot of people who can just pull out 20, 30, 40,000 dollars and write a check. And so um, it's good to have insurance. And then you also have medical insurance where you insure yourself to make sure that. You can go to a doctor if you get sick. You don't have to pay that cost out of your pocket. Surgeries are very expensive. In fact, emergency room visits can run you upward of thousands of dollars. I know that if you transport a uh, person in an ambulance, especially here in North Texas, that's a thousand bucks. Just one trip to the hospital. So it gets expensive. And so what insurance does is it makes sure that it covers the cost or covers most of the cost, right? And that's less money out of your pocket. But one of the uh, 
I guess one of the components of insurance that I like is just the protection aspect that you are protected in the event of a natural disaster, in the event of an accident, in the event of you getting sick. You are protected uh, um, monetary wise. And so that's the beautiful part. But when you talk about fire insurance, right, that means that your property in the event of a fire is protected. And again, you won't have to pay the cost. But let's talk about the fire insurance that I thought about this morning. You know, Jesus, oftentimes when he spoke, he talked about a place called hell. It's a place of darkness. It's a place of damnation. It's a place where you are totally cut off and separated from God. It's a place where the beauty of this earth cannot penetrate. It's a place where the Bible says there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's a place of, um, of regret, regretting that you never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's a place where the Bible says that the worms torment them, that it's a place where you're, you're alive, but yet you're not being consumed. You're being burned in fires that, that human life can't be sustained. It's so hot that we don't have anything on this earth to compare to that. You know, you think about being around furnaces or you think about being around a huge fire, fire that's so hot that it melts steel and you still can't compare it to that because this fire is one that never goes out. It's a spiritual fire. It's a fire that torments and burns spirits because when you leave this earth you're not in a physical body anymore you're you're yourself you're a spirit the bible says that man is a spirit he has a soul and he lives in a body so it's a spirit you know and hell is a horrible place it's a place of uh, of no rest there's no rest for you in hell uh there's nothing but pain and sorrow and frustration. You know, the Bible indicates that you can still feel when you're in hell. And you can feel pain and you can sense sorrow and you can have regret. And there's a story about a rich man uh, who lived a long time ago. And Jesus talked about this rich man. He says there was a certain rich man and he fared well. He fared sumptuously, the Bible says. And every day he would go outside and there was a beggar that sat at his gate. And his name was Lazarus. And the rich man was very cruel and evil. And the Bible says that dogs came and licked Lazarus' sores. He was a, he was a poor man. He didn't have anything. He was a beggar. And the rich man never gave him anything. He was, he was cruel and evil and unkind and he never gave Lazarus anything, although he was very rich and wealthy. The Bible says one day the rich man died and the scripture says that they carried him out and he was buried. Now get this. And then the Bible goes on to say, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes. So his body was buried in the ground, but in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Now get this. The Bible says that he, he saw Father Abraham afar off. 
And he asked Father Abraham if he would just dip his finger in water to cool his tongue. And Father Abraham said, no, absolutely not. He said, my son, when you were alive, he said, you had all these good things and you've done well for yourself, but you were evil and you were mean and you were cruel. And old Lazarus, you know, that same beggar, he died as well. But the scripture says that the angels of the Lord carried Lazarus into Abraham's bosom, into the peace of the Lord. So the rich man is being tormented and the poor man is being comforted. The roles are reversed. In life, the rich man was comforted and Lazarus was tormented. And so in this place, there's darkness, utter darkness. The scripture talks about how dark it is and separated from God. See, what you don't understand is when you're on this earth, you're experiencing the goodness of God. This earth is made, was made by God. So all these good things that we experience, and I'm not talking about the system. The system is being controlled by Satan. I'm talking about the earth and the beauty of it. The sunrise, when you can look and see the sun is so beautiful in the morning. The sunrise, the ambiance that's set in the, uh, uh, as you're looking out towards the sun and, and towards the horizon, you can see that beautiful sun coming up. The fact that you can see this beautiful creation, those great blue skies, and you can sense the wind on your skin, and, and you can enjoy all of the uh, mountains, and, and you can enjoy all the things that God has put on the earth, the beautiful plants, the gorgeous flowers. You can enjoy the, uh, the fruit that's on the earth, the watermelons and the, the oranges and the grapes and all the things that God has blessed this earth with. You can enjoy those. That's a gift. That's a gift. You can enjoy all of that while you're here on the earth. It's a beautiful thing. Life is a beautiful thing. It's a gift from God. You can enjoy that while you're here and you should enjoy life. But when you inhale, there is no attributes of God or there are no attributes of God there. God is not there. His attributes are not in hell because remember, when you're in hell, you're totally separated from God. That's a choice you made on the earth. If you don't want to be with God on the earth, then you cannot be with God when you die. See, that's the thing. So you can deny that God exists. You can say that you're an atheist or all these other things you can come up with. But the truth is, once you die, the state that you're in on the earth will be the state that you're in when you leave. So if you're separated from God on the earth, you're going to be separated from God in eternity. And that's the thing. If you didn't bother to acknowledge God when you were here on the earth, then why should he allow you to live with him in eternity? And that's the point he makes. So the thing I want to tell you today is get you some fire insurance, right? And the easiest way to do that is call 1-800-JESUS and ask him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Because the truth is when you have Christ in your heart, that's really fire insurance because that assures you that when you accept him, that you're going to be with him always. He said in John, the 14th chapter, he said, let not your heart be troubled. He said, you believe in God, believe also in me. He says, uh, I go to prepare a place for you. And in my father's house, there are many mansions. Look, and where I am, you may be also. 
So you're guaranteed to be with him and you will definitely avoid that separation from God. You will avoid the torment that the rich man went through. You will avoid all of that. And uh, I think it's worth it. So today I'm going to encourage you to get some fire insurance, man. You need to try Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And besides that, what do you get out of hanging out with people who don't uh, acknowledge God? You hang out with atheists and you hang out with witches and warlocks. You try to cast ridiculous spells and you try to do all these things, right, to try to satisfy that urge and that, that itch, that need that you have in your heart that God put in all of our hearts, right, to seek him. And what you're looking for, you're not looking in the, you're not going to find it in a bar. You're not going to find it in a strip club. You're not going to find it among a coven of witches. You're not going to find it anywhere except in Jesus. And so let me encourage you today to get you some fire insurance. John 3.16 is the policy. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that insurance policy is from the Lord Jesus himself, signed in his blood, signed with his blood. Glory to God. Get you some fire insurance, brothers. Get you some fire insurance, sisters. If you're listening to this message and you never accepted Jesus Christ and you want that fire insurance, pray this with me. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. Come into my heart and save me. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And so right now, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I got some fire insurance. I'm going to heaven and I'm not going to hell in Jesus name. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, guess what? You have officially signed up for the best fire insurance on the planet. In fact, the only fire insurance on the planet. So God bless you again. This is Brother Leonard. I just wanted to share that thought with you today. Um, thought it was interesting. Get you some fire insurance. Glory to God. So y'all have a blessed day. Go out and do some great things in the Lord and tell somebody about Jesus. Love you. Until next time, I'm out. <laughs>